What's up, bookworms? It's your host, Stevie. What's up, guys? It's MJ. How's everybody doing today on this lovely Monday? The weekend is over. Back to work. Um, nothing really interesting going on over here. Nothing really suspicious. Nothing really fun going on over here. She's still recovering from reading her first Colleen Hoover book. Yes, I did read my first Coho book. Um, and it was, it ends with us. And I would just like to publicly say that Colleen Hoover, you, you suck. <laughs> like she sucks in like the most amazing way ever though. Like the book is phenomenal. Cannot ask for a better book, but God, that shit made me cry. So 10 out of 10 recommend it ends with us. And it's becoming a movie. Justin Baldoni's directing it. It's going to come yeah. out, I think, at the end of 2022 is what was told, but we don't know yet. Um, I also, oh, A Gorgeous Villain went live a few days ago. And if you have not read A Gorgeous Villain, you need to read A Gorgeous Villain. It's by Saffron Kent. It is like a secret baby, surprise baby. It is an angst fest it's so beautiful reed jackson is literally one of saffron can's best heroes i love him i love callie the book is so beautiful if you're looking for a good read like a binge read that's definitely one you need to check out um and then i also finished thrice six venom by penelope douglas and if you're looking for an amazing female female with like not just like sex and female female sex but also like a really good plot and a cool backstory like penelope douglas loves to give us that's amazing super good there and uh, yeah i think that's all the books that i've i've read recently that have been just like sticking out but 10 out of 10 i recommend thrice six venom penelope douglas gorgeous villain saffron Kent, and of course it ends with us by calling hoover which i'm sure everybody else has already fucking read but that's all there is to know about me so stevie tell us what's going on in the book world well, The Forever Plan by Amy Alves is releasing on Thursday. Um, Hunter by Anna Brooks is releasing Thursday. And then my girl Harlow Ray is dropping another new book called Something Like Fate. And the freaking cover is gorgeous. And I'm obsessed with it. And I cannot wait. I had the arc of it, so I'm going to read it tonight. Um, also, we didn't get to mention this last time, but if you are familiar with Claire Kingsley, please go buy her books. Just go buy them. Go buy all the books. Because she needs the support right now. And that's the best way you can do that for her. I mean, the girl's in top 100 right now with like 10 of her books. So, <laughs> um, But I think that's about it. Um, and then our guest today, it's her release day. The day we are recording this. So the unexpected card is out today. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and if you aren't familiar, this is a Mr. Boss World book. Um, there's been quite a few authors that have written in this world. So each line is just one of them. Um, but that's about it for me. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and read the, the bio for the lovely guests that we have today. And then we're going to jump right on into it. 
E has a thing for writing witty women, swoony men, and steamy scenes that bring them together. An American from the Midwest, she now lives in Europe with her small pack of humans. She types away at her computer with music on repeat, a donut in one hand, a whiskey or coffee in the other, and the occasional glance at her yoga mat that she would probably never use again. She also has too many nicknames for one life, so we'll just stick to E for now. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast, E.H. Lyon. Welcome and happy release day. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So how is your day going so far? I know that release days are probably super stressful, but how is it going? So actually release days are not stressful. Uh, I don't find them stressful um, because it's just, well, I have, I do really long pre-orders. So my book has normally been ready already for like quite a while. And it's just been yeah. sitting, waiting to be launched. So <laughs> that's okay. Um, but I totally, it's just a weird Monday. So I had errands to do. My cat brought back some like insects and other animals <laughs> into the house this morning. So I actually haven't really uh, had like much time to think, oh, it's release day. Ooh. <laughs> I, so. release day stress me the hell out. They, mm. I don't, they are that's like, fine. oh God, they made my hands sweat thinking about it. And I don't even have one coming up. It makes my hands <laughs> thinking about it. Um, but we're going to jump right in and talk about your books. Um, so the Matchbox series, this is a series that spans over five books with a prequel. Each of these books are super different and in tropes from like a small town single dad, doctor to like love at first sight, multicultural rom-com to enemies to lovers, billionaire surprise baby. Like you're just all over the place. Yeah. Like yeah. Age gap neighbor. Like what? It, like it's crazy. So <laughs> what was the inspiration behind writing this series with literally a little bit of everything? So first off, like this, this was my first series. These were my first books. And yeah. um, I originally wrote Always With You, which is the third one, the surprise baby one. Yeah. Um, I wrote that first and I never actually intended to make a series. And then, um, you know, everyone is like, oh, but series is what sells. You should make a series. So then I'm like, okay, I can use these side characters and everything. And then I just figured, okay, well, each book, you don't want to be, read the same story. I know some authors, they do like 10 books of surprise babies in a row, but yeah, I didn't really want to do that. So um, yeah, I just decided what couple would be with a couple and then what would their trope be? And then I uh, wrote their story. So then there's also a bit of something for everyone. That was also my intention, so. Also, side note, if it sounds like there's a chainsaw outside of my house at the moment, I'm going to be like muting myself in between because somebody decided that today would be a great day to mow their lawn. That's what happened to me last time. Jesus, but it's so loud because like I don't have a two-story house. And so like they're like right at my window. But I do. I love that you're, I love that you were like you mix and you mix and mash it and like you mix it up because I love like, I like the, what is the word? Not the difference. I like the, um, diversity variety <laughs> that was the word i was looking for i liked a variety that worked too but i think th there's a quite a few authors i think if you look at like melanie harlow for example she writes a series it's all in a small town but every yeah. book is a different trope mm -hmm. um i think maybe devney perry does it as well i'm not 100 sure but <laughs> yeah um, so yeah I like the variety. It's good. So do yeah. you have plans to add more to the Matchbox series in the future? Maybe like a next gen wink, wink. <laughs> no, I, I'm done with the Matchbox series. And um, I, I'm always amazed when I 
read authors who are like, oh, this is the next generation. I think Kennedy Fox does it really well. They do yeah. like the Circle B Ranch, I think. It's like, nope. oh, it's the next generation from all Nikki the Nikki Ash has done it three series. times. <laughs> yeah. Like, Nikki Ash just closed her fighting series, and that was literally three series. The first one spanned five books, the second one three, and then the last one was three. Yeah. And I think the problem is, I think, like, okay, well, right now, it's... Let's, let's assume it's contemporary moments. It takes place in the present. So let's say they have a kid now. So that means like in 2044 is when the kid would be 24 and would have a love story. And I don't even yeah. know what the world looks like then. <laughs> so um, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I'm going to, I love, I love, I love a next gen though. Like, I don't know. There's <laughs> just something about seeing the characters I fell in love with be parents. That's just like, <sighs> I love it. it makes oh, yeah, fun. but when they're next gen, the kids are like in their twenties, so it's not like they're 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 parents, of course, but they're yeah. parents to like older kids, which means they're in their fifties and they're probably going golfing and doing laundry. You know, I don't and know. I still love it though. I love it though. I love it. It's it's I I have a soft spot for next generation. I don't even. <laughs> But uh, Stevie's going to take ne- the next few questions about the unexpected card. We both have read this phenomenal yeah. book. It's super great. Um, obviously, since we have her on the podcast, if you have not read, if you have still live today, go read it. <laughs> great book. But I'm going to let Stevie take the next few questions. Okay. So the unexpected card is a book written in the Mr. Boss world. So what can fans expect from this book? That For those that have not read it. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's, com- it's, Completely different to the Matchbox series, I think. Although it is, he was a character in the Matchbox series in one book and just briefly. So there is kind of a spin-off a there. But yeah, a little pop in. You got to interlink your series. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's completely different. So it's not small town. You're in a city. Um, it's basically going to be, it's a series about men who are bosses. So they're a bit cocky. They're a bit swoony um nice yeah exactly it's a lot <laughs> more steamier um <laughs> I, I just I just got back and edited for one of my books and I, oh I, I, you might want to tone it down otherwise I might have to put it in erotica I'm like, oh really <laughs> really <laughs> no false not doing it no <laughs> um but it's a lot of banter um it's I think it's also beach reads it's not it's nothing really dark or or complicated it's just an easy read to have a good time have a few hours of escape and that's that's basically what the the whole series is we love to hear it listen i need one of those after the book i just she just finished colleen hoover's book it ends with us she's never read colleen hoover i've never read colleen hoover either and i am i want to start but her books are really hard to get here in europe um Really? So, yeah. Well, I mean, you can get them, but they're really quite expensive, which I'm sure she's worth it. But um, oh, she's definitely worth it. But I, I don't like dark romance. So not dark. definitely no? not dark. It's not dark, but it makes you cry. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Okay, I want to okay, okay. laugh when I read my romance. Okay. She I, I does just... write good scenes where there's laughing moments, like in, in some of her books, not this one, but not in other one. ones. No, it, it Ends With Us is, is going to be a movie, right? Yeah, so by can, Justin, yeah. Justin Baldoni um, is directing it from Jane the Virgin. Yeah, yeah. That shit fucked me up, okay? I just finished <laughs> it last night, and uh, 
I'm still recovering. I've heard, I've heard spoilers about it. So that's why I'm also like, oh, maybe I don't want to read chest it. Chest pain, literal chest pain, but it's fine. We all got Marco Polo videos at like, what, two o'clock in the morning of her crying, <laughs> of her like, her uh, it's bad, bad timing, bad timing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm going to need one of those. So really glad, really sad that I've already read this book because I would have read this book after I read this one so that I could have like a, um, like a cleansing of the soul, like, okay, so good. <laughs> but I already read it, so, mm. but okay. All right. Continue, CB. Go ahead. Okay. So Josh and Layla, it's an enemies to lovers with constantly fighting and then it ends up in the bedroom. Um, what inspired this story or did you pull any ideas from anywhere in, in particular? I didn't, uh, it literally just came to my head one day. I think I just finished writing always with you which was also an enemies to lovers secret baby baby yeah there's a child involved um and i i don't know this story just came to me and um like i said originally i wrote even this the unexpected card as a standalone also mm-hmm. but then i made it into a series <laughs> and it just literally um i'm i'm quite a fast uh writer so i wrote the unexpected card and I think l- less than five weeks I did it so I did it between when I was writing the matchbox series in between writing the books the matchbox series as like a sort of break I guess I don't know I didn't plan for it it just happened five weeks just less than five weeks pumps out a book no big deal it's fine yeah but I, I had nothing else to do we were stuck in a lockdown in a pandemic I wasn't gonna go I had nowhere to go yeah <laughs> Good point. Good point. So like Josh is like the epitome of like swoonworthy heroes and Layla is like this spitfire who, uh, you know, sucks at dealing with emotion. So they have really funny and they have really funny banter. So what was your favorite part of writing Josh and Layla's story? For me, it was the banter. It just literally just came to me just so easily just flowed out. And um, I love New Orleans. I love Chicago. Those are my some of my top cities when I when I go back to the U.S. to go to so it was also um nice to bring that into the story but um I don't know I never actually I think out of all the books I've written even even I think the books that are going to be coming out I feel like those two are just the perfect couple to write (laughs) it just came to me I love it yeah um Stevie you take this one because you love this question I do love this question. If you could pick one of your books to become a TV or movie, which one would you pick and why? I, it would probably actually be the un, unexpected card, I think. Or it would be Always With You, which is the third book in the Matchbox series. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because I really do like the whole um, enemies to lovers. <laughs> it is lovers iconic. Thing. Yeah. I love a good um, enemies to lovers. I'm telling yeah. you. It's so... I, well, I don't feel like it's underrated now. I feel like it was underrated. Now it's like popping. I think it's everywhere. <laughs> it's everywhere now. It's even in Disney. I okay. saw this author, listen, I saw this author post this this thing about the new Disney movie. It's like Raw's Dragon something. Is that what it's called? Raya. No idea. Raya's Dragon something. And there's like an Enemies to Lovers vibe in that one. And, <laughs> and this author was like Disney hopping on the Enemies to Lovers bandwagon. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. So who would you cast in the roles of that? Well, oh, that I would have no idea. I, I literally, I, um, 
I mean, I watch a few shows on Netflix, but I'm literally in a bubble. Like, I, I don't, I don't even know who's like happening these days. I do. I must say, like, it's. I follow a lot of models on Instagram, which I don't know if my husband is so thrilled about. But it just, oh, maybe he could be in a cover one day. Let's follow. Exactly. <laughs> but I have no idea what their names are or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I, I couldn't say. It would have to be a total surprise. <laughs> Just be like, uh, just somebody who's good looking. That's yeah. that's what we're aiming for. Um, so now that the unexpected card has been released and all that good jazz, what is next for you in 2021? So I already have another Mr. Boss uh, book coming out in July, and that's a, a boss nanny. Uh, story. Oh, we are here for it. <laughs> oh, I love a good. I she's a babysitter. Yeah, she's a nanny. Yeah. Oh my god, I love a good babysitter moment yeah i love it i'm here for it I'm excited. so then i have and then i have another one coming in september and then another one coming in november and then that's that series done so you just like you yeah with it. <laughs> scott i could never could never really like i i was stuck inside a house for like a year and a half like not being books. able to do anything <laughs> wrote like 18 books <laughs> what did you do while you were in quarantine yeah i binge watched an entire eight season long series and sat on my couch that's what i did <laughs> um yeah i know i wasn't making sourdough bread that's for sure <laughs> oh my god i tried that i don't even i'm not even don't even judge me i tried it we were in quarantine. I was losing my shit. But how did, I, did, I did like, did you have to get like, I actually don't even know how you make it. You have to get a special yeast or something, yes. right? I ordered it off of Amazon. It ended terribly. Oh, okay. <laughs> terribly. So yeah, you can order, you can order everything off of Amazon. So it was just not a good time. And I was in court. Like there's a lot of shit that I'm not proud of that I did in quarantine. Okay. <laughs> Um, I would like to I would like to make a statement about quarantine and that one good thing did come out of quarantine. What? This podcast. <laughs> this podcast was born in quarantine. And I also think because of the pandemic, you have so many new authors, so many new books, because everyone was just like, oh, I finally have time to write my book. <laughs> exactly. I love that. So we're going to move on to writing questions. So when did you realize that you wanted to be a writer slash author? Mm, I've always been a writer. Um, way back when I was in, in college, I, I used to write dating articles for the, the student newspaper and I had a blog and these kind of things, but I never wrote an actual novel. <laughs> and then um, again, quarantine happened I was stuck I had no internet the first two months of quarantine because we moved house so I needed something to do I so would I, have been dead yeah <laughs> yeah so I needed something to do and um it, yeah it just it just I don't know the the stars aligned and I, I I wrote it I wrote the novel and um then uh decided to to publish so I probably would have cried if I would have had no internet during quarantine <laughs> no, it would have felt so secluded from like everybody oh it, it, we like we definitely felt secluded but again it, it just meant I had like all these hours to just yeah. write and 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 that's what I did so I would have killed somebody in my household I know I would. yeah it would, it, we, we, it, yeah sometimes we might have felt like that <laughs> I was gonna I would have I know I would have killed like at least like my dad or my brother god there's no way <laughs> 
Um, Stevie, are you gonna say something? Cause you look like you want to say something. I had a thought in my head about being secluded and it would be a great idea to write forced proximity books. Yeah, that's quite, that's quite popular thing, but um, yeah. Sure. I, I'm quite actually amazed that not many people wrote a lot of romance books related to being in court. I mean, some authors did, but yeah. not as many as I thought they would. I, I like thought we would have seen a lot of them. I think it's because mostly everybody fucking hates COVID and they're like, <laughs> I don't want to relive those months. No, life, no. Bro. I can't. So are you a plotter, a pantser, or like somewhere in between? I'm absolutely not a plotter. Um, well, maybe, no, no. Like, I hear some authors write like 10 pages of, of planning their book. Yeah. I have maybe one page, and that's literally notes, like three-word notes. Oh, this is chapter three, and three <laughs> words, and so forth. It's, it's nothing crazy. I have a general idea of what's going to happen in each book or in the yeah. series, but I tend to just write. I write like a chapter at a time and then I just see where it goes. Um, I always know though, I like even before I know what the, the problem will be in the book or like the beginning of the book, I always know what the epilogue will be. So sometimes I write the epilogue first and then I like write back. <laughs> write backwards, write that shit back. That's talent. <laughs> I would never be able to finish a book that way because I feel like the beginning of the book like I would never be able to finish a book because like the end of it's kind of like where all the action is happening right you know like things are getting like you know whatever and then the beginning's easy and the end's easy it's always that middle part or that part where there's supposed to be some angst you're supposed to give them a problem that's where I'm just like uh that's not no not fun no. So do you have any interesting writing quirks like when you're eat like when you're when you're eating when you're writing like eating Twizzlers like wearing the same hoodie like something like that? I wish we had Twizzlers here and I wish we had donuts here but I live <laughs> in a place where we have like not great food. So <laughs> um you don't have also, donuts in Amsterdam? What? <laughs> you have donuts in Amsterdam? Not really, no, not good donuts, no. Oh my fuck, I'm not moving to Amsterdam. There's no that. <laughs> you just played that opinion. <laughs> um no so I am and also I have a small toddler so I literally write when I can and when the monster is like sleeping and (laughs) I've literally been known to write like at the little play kitchen table which is normal (laughs) for the toddler and then yeah I find little corners where I can write finally I made an office but I don't really find that inspirational so I don't write in my office so I don't really have any quirks I would say I'm always a night writer same me too yeah night writer or early early morning but never like in the middle of the day I don't really have some inspiration then I'm tired in the middle of and if I'm writing a love like a bedroom scene that's the only time where I listen to music (laughs) Gotta get in the mood. Yeah, exactly. Gotta gotta set the mood, light some candles. <laughs> like Marvin Gaye or something. Oh God, yeah. Get it on. <laughs> yeah, for real. So what does your family think about your writing and have any of them read your books? So my family are not aware that I'm writing steamy romance. Um, 
Oh, when they find out, it's going to be juicy. No, actually, but then, so they didn't know, but then um, my mother and my brother figured it out. Although I don't think my brother would even know what name or titles to look for. So I don't really count him. Um, so <clears throat> I don't really have that, that issue. It's not, I'm more than happy for them to all know what I do. Um, but I do have a, 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 another life during the day and another job. So I have to, <laughs> to, to be uh, somewhat discreet, but um, no, so n none of them really know. I mean, my mother figured it out, but I, I don't think she's read the books. You're like I, a I secret know. spy, living one life during the day. <laughs> <laughs> like many authors, I think, like many authors. Yeah, spy. and I mean, I don't even really have any. A few friends know that I do this. I don't know if they actually know what name I write under or what my titles of the books are. So that's the good news. That like, that means when I see that my somebody's buying my book, at least I know that. I don't know them so they actually generally want to read my book <laughs> so we actually ha we have a best friend named uh cat who is a teacher and nobody knows that she writes not even her family i don't think mm -mm. oh no, there's so many authors i think like sawyer bennett is one i think Nick yeah. nikki ash i think is also a well nikki nikki's also a teacher too so she yeah. hers pretty but Kat was at school one day and somebody had her Kindle open and she saw the title of her book on this girl's oh, yeah. <laughs> And she's like, does she know it's me? Apparently she does, still does not know that it's her. <laughs> I do think like, I think like in this day and age, it's pretty, it's, you can't be as discreet as you were 10 years ago. So I think if you really want to find out who somebody is, you, you can figure it out probably. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I mean- I'm not like, I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm not discreet about it. Like, I think everybody knows that that's what I do mostly just because like, I don't really give a shit. Your dad also wears a t-shirt that says oh, yeah. that you're in the porn industry. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> my father has this t-shirt that says like my daughter uh, works in the porn industry because he calls them my porn books. Like <laughs> dead ass. Like he has not read a single one of them, but because I would, I would literally, I would, I would kill him. If he read any of those books but he's like every time I see him he's like writing any more than porn books and I'm like yes dad I am thank you thank you so much <laughs> so, he's like the most supportive dickhead ever but I love him he's great um yeah. so I'm gonna let Stevie that was my last reading question and I'm gonna let Stevie take reading questions because yeah I talk too much well I'm the <laughs> blogger side of this so I sure hope I'm taking the reading questions um, has a book ever changed your life or changed your opinion on something? No, I, no, I, no, I don't think so. I have to be honest. I, I'm never, I was never really a big reader um, until I had a ch child and who didn't sleep. And then I had time on my hands. So I, <laughs> I started reading. Um, no, I really, I read to escape and have a good time. So I, I, I also tend to not read any books that would maybe be life-changing or change like my look on the world or something. Bitch, like cry, like a, like, I love a good cry though. I like, I feel like <laughs> to like a 
two readers like that's like a very good representation of like the two readers of like the readers who just read to like want to escape like they're not looking to cry and they're not looking no, to no. change they just want to enjoy a book <laughs> there's literally people out there like well I need to find a book that's gonna make me like bawl my eyes out <laughs> yeah exactly so that's when we immediately go give me a Colleen Hoover book or give me a Candy Steiner book Candy <laughs> Steiner <laughs> um so what attracts you to a book the cover the blurb or a recommendation from someone yeah I would say first the cover but then even if it's I always look to see what the trope is actually because if it's a trope that I don't like then I'm not going to uh, read it um so it could be an amazing cover that attracted me but if it's the wrong trope then I'm not going to read it so I get that that's I'm here for that. I normally go looking for baby secret babies. Types it on a fucking candle. Yeah, I sure do. Secret baby books. There's a reason why I got the the um art copy of Knocked Up. <laughs> um, who are some of your favorite authors to read? Oh man, that's a, that's a that's quite a big list. Like, um, I love Vi Kalins or V Kalin. I don't know how. He, I keep hearing everybody say her name differently, so I don't know how you would say it. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Marilyn Kelly is also a great one. Um, Melanie Harlow. I love Melanie. Melanie. I'm trying to get into, like, lesser-known authors as well. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to discover some new ones. Um, But again, I'm only going for authors who tend to write, kind of feel good. Although Vicky can get a little emotional sometimes, but... I try to find an author that's writing more like feel good, pick me up. Um, you should read Sarah okay. Ney or Nye. I can't, I'm not sure how they pronounce her last name. It's N-E-Y. So it's either Ney or Nye, not sure, but whatever. You need to read her. She okay. writes feel good. Rom-com. Literally, but it's not like cheesy rom-com. Like it's the kind of like... Like, it's the kind of contemporary romance you read where you're, like, so in love with these characters and, like, you're, like, busting out laughing at just, like, it's so good. It's Sarah, I love her. She's, like... Yeah, yeah, I also, like, I read quite a bit of Claire Kingsley, which is, she's amazing, also. um, So there's, yeah, there's so many great ones. So I recommend Sarah. She's great. I love her. Love her. Shall Google her as soon as her trophy <laughs> boyfriend series is one of my favorites. Yeah, it is good. Um, do you prefer an e-reader or a physical copy? I'm an e-reader. I don't really have much space for a lot of books. Um, also, I live in a place where it's not easy to get um, English books, so e-reader. And also because then it's just like, oh, I see something. Oh, click, and then one I have click. it. <laughs> one click. <laughs> I love how easy Amazon's made it for me to like spend all of my money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was your last five star read? So I actually, which was kind of edging on the side of emotional, I read a Jewel E. Ann book. Oh, and that God. Was the was the first book? time I've ever read her. What was I it? read Look the Parts. Oh, I love that book. Which was a great, that was a great book. And uh, at first, I'm like, how can I like this hero? Because I mean, yeah, I mean, a bit of an ass. But in the end, I was a, it was a good book. So I love her. I literally love her. Just never don't read for Lucy, because <laughs> you will be on the floor with a box of tissues. No, I, I kind of could gather with that. So I think, <laughs> I, okay. I yeah. 
<laughs> so this is our favorite section of the podcast. It is trope questions. We love <laughs> to see them. Um, so what is your favorite trope to write and why? I think it's definitely enemies to lovers <laughs> oh, uh, or something. Um, I do like workplace romance, hence why I made a whole series about it. <laughs> um, but no, I think it would have to be enemies to lovers because I think even in my books, which aren't that trope, there's always like a bit of sassiness between them. Between the two of them. So... <laughs> Enemies to lover, it's just iconic. It's iconic. Who doesn't like yeah. to write a good enemy to lover? But I do like the, the whole surprise baby. Um, I, I'm, I understand why it's a popular trope because I'm, I'm a reader who will read that. So. Stevie's jam. Same. Jelly up there. <laughs> um, and if that's the case, you need to read the Knocked Up anthology because it is all. I know. I, got, I, I, I ordered it. So it comes, what, it comes out next week, right? June 15th. I yeah. see I got the arc. I read the arc in two days and then I decided that I needed to pre-order the paperback. So I did that too. But is it like all um like novellas? Is it like yeah. short stories? It's okay, all yeah. novellas. They're all novellas. Because at one point I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. I'm like, oh crap. Did I just sign up to read like 20 full-length books that I don't have time for? <laughs> no, it's they're all novellas and they are this is probably one of the few anthologies that I actually really liked because the stories were so different. Okay. Um, they weren't. There was no one story that was the same as the other. Oh, okay. So well, I really liked it. Like you saw your brother's or sister's best friend um, tropes and sports romance and different yeah. things like that. Okay. Yeah. I have no books to recommend her. None. <laughs> <laughs> no and, I, and I have to say, I do write a lot of like brother's best friend or like best friend's brother. Yeah. 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 And I don't really know why, because I, I, I come from a family with brothers, but I never once had any, <laughs> any romantic inclination, any of the friends. But um, yeah, it's like, where are these brothers getting these hot friends? When <laughs> I, I think so, like, uh, like, it's just also it's like cringe, because I'm the oldest. So like, my brother's younger than me. So but it's like, you like where are you guys getting hot friends because i'm gonna tell you right now all of my brother's friends are not no <laughs> like cringe no yeah because we like to read about it um stevie you take the next question what is one trope you would eventually like to write and why eventually like to write oh that that's that's a hard one because i feel like i've written a lot of tropes um <laughs> I think, well, I am starting my, my next book and that's going to be the first time I write like Marriage of Convenience. That will be my first time writing. I love a good Marriage of Convenience. Me too. I'm a sucker for those. They're like kryptonite. It's like, God, this is so like, I can't. Like the misogyny (laughs) is killing me. Yeah, the whole, the whole fake fiance, marriage of convenience. Those, those are good stories. Marilyn Kelly has a really good fake fiance story. I haven't read that. I haven't read, I don't don't think I've ever read her before. I'm going to have to. Oh, you should. She's, she's again, also a lot of banter. She's pure banter, actually. I love it. Claire Kingsley has one too. It's called faking the fiance or something like that. Which is full rom-com. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's not really my genre. It's not really the trope that I like set out for. Um, so, <laughs> dark romance person. 
Yeah, I can. I, I, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I was like looking on my shelf and I was like, I have, like, usually I recommend like books. Like, set of vipers. <laughs> I like recommend books to people and I'm like looking on my shelf and I'm like, nope, not that one. Nope, nope, nope. Like, there's not a single book on here that I think that you would know. You would not like any of these. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely not Den of Vipers. Like, I would definitely not recommend it. <laughs> Um, so what is one trope? I feel like I know the answer to this. What is one trope you will never write and why? Well, what do you think is the answer? Dark romance, <laughs> which I feel like that's a genre. So like, I guess like more. No, I feel like that's a genre. I don't feel like that's a trope. And, okay, I, and so you know, I never say never because maybe one day I do write something darker. Yeah. Um, but in terms of tropes, I, I'm not into the bully romance. Oh. I don't like bully romance. Oh, I'm also not into um the whole the whole point of the story is about losing your virginity I'm not really into that either so I'm those are the two tropes that I'm not into bully romance is you're usually kind of common for that answer honestly yeah it's probably one of our most seen answers that we get for that one or never but it's really popular right now especially I think in 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 Kindle and Amazon I think especially amongst like new adults romance it's really really popular (laughs) no (laughs) because of people like like you (laughs) that continue to read it god and I just want to like I say this every single time that I (laughs) tell people that I enjoy reading those I do not condone bullying in real life. I feel like there is a very clear line between fiction and real life, okay? Like, I'm not out here condoning somebody, bullying somebody, but I'm going to read about it because it's fake, okay? Yeah, no, but that's the whole thing. It's, it's, whole, it's, it's, it's fake. It's fiction. So I'm, uh, okay, like, I understand now why I people go for it. But, um, I yeah, I also that. don't really read so much new adult, like, yeah. when they're in college or something, since it's been a while since I was in college so I don't know if I can really relate that being said I read a a book over the weekend Serafina Kent it's her new book vicious no what's now now I'm gonna be wondering which one we're just villain yeah so I read that one I I read that one that was my like first and only and probably last new adult romance (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. I know what she's doing. I thought you were going to get it. I needed to take a second. First of all, I oh my god. I love Saffron Kent. I love her. I love her books. I love her. And if you don't, and obviously, like she has a very specific um style target and style. Yeah, I've never read her before, and I and I don't even know what possessed me to click it but I did and then I'm like okay I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a shot give it a go and um it kind of pulled me in I mean I mean I think like I said she has a very and she is she does write young adult and like that kind of vibe I think honestly I just like the way she writes I think her writing style is so great I love it it was a long book though oh my god it's a long book <laughs> it's on my it's on it's on my shelf I love it I love it um but yeah, I, I was like, when you said that, I was like, oh God, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh Jesus. I feel like Reed was, well, I mean, I think Reed's a good one to start with. I mean, if you like young adult, but I will say that I don't like reading bully romance. It's like young adult. Like I, I don't like, like new adult. I can read like when they're in college and like, it's like the, 
he bullied me in high school and now I'm a bad bitch and I'm gonna like like I'm gonna like stab him with my high heel like I'm cool with that but like a young adult like where they're still in high school like I don't like it I don't yeah not my vibe I won't read those but yeah I love Saffron Saffron chef kisses I love her so much (laughs) so much um Stevie's gonna take our last question for our tropes and then we're gonna let you talk about your release for a little bit pimp yourself out and then we're gonna have to sadly say goodbye because that's all the questions we got for you yeah (laughs) (laughs) um if you were in a book what trope would you want for your story yeah I thought about this and I don't want to say enemies to lovers because I don't, I cannot think of any enemies in my, in my life who I would want to become. <laughs> definitely not accidental pregnancy. That's definitely a no-go. Um, I love to say second chance. I love a good second chance romance. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm quite happy where I am right now. So. I just want to be in a billionaire story. Yes, in in my fictional life, that is my real life, we'll say I'm found myself on an island with a billionaire and it's our second chance. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Somebody write this book. Somebody write it down. Somebody write it down. Oh God, I love it. Okay, so sadly, this is the end of our podcast. However, this has been super fun and you've been super amazing. Congratulations on your new release today. If you guys have not already went and got the unexpected card, please make sure you go do that. It's such a phenomenal book. Great banter. Just great book in general. Great plot line. Great great story. Great characters. Go read it if you're looking to feel good about yourself. Um, But I'm going to let you talk a little bit about yourself. Tell people where to reach you. Talk about your release. Whatever. The floor is yours. Okay. I didn't even know where to begin with that. Um, no, I'm, I, I'm not that social media, like I'm not so great with social media, but I am on Instagram. I try, I'm trying my hand with TikTok, Ooh, trying, cool. but it's, yeah, but I would say if you would like to reach me Instagram or my newsletter, you can get some free books. If you sign up to my newsletter, including a Mr. Boss novella. Mm. Um, yeah, that's how you find me. I like donuts. I like romance. <laughs> I like swoony men. <laughs> I've never drunk coffee in my life until COVID hit. And then now I now drink coffee. <laughs> so that's how I feel about alcohol. That, 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 that too. I like used to drink maybe four times a year. Mm-hmm. And there was one point during the lockdown, I think I was like, oh, it's five o'clock. Let's, let's open a bottle of wine. <laughs> I will say your TikTok, the TikTok that you did with the bottle of pour in the glass of wine for your books. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. That's basically what happened. I, I literally like as the months progressed and we're like, oh, we're still in this. I'm like, okay, let's drink coffee and then let's drink wine. And then I used to be like quite a healthy person. And that kind of went out the window for the last year. So, but yeah. So that's me. And then, um, yeah, The Unexpected Card is out today. And I'm so excited for this book. It was the book that I originally wanted to be my first release ever, but um, it just got getting delayed for so many reasons. And um, But I think this is just a great banter-filled, steamy rom-com book. They're my favorite characters. I think they, out of even all the future books I write, I think they will probably be my favorite couple. Um, I love it. So, yeah. So if you want a good time, then you can 
find it in the unexpected card and it's also available everywhere so it's also on apple it's also in kobo and google play and barnes and noble and amazon you can even find it in your libraries if your library is overdrive so it's um, <laughs> reachable <laughs> yeah but thank you so much for joining us we hope that you have a lovely day and congratulations again on your thank release. you it's good being with you guys <laughs>